It's Sunday, April 2nd, 2021. Iran is not yet a democracy. I don't have any children, and I'm here alone, not sure how much longer I have to live, or how long I have to get the things that I have to get done finished. There's a lot to talk about, and I don't even know where to start, because there's been so much time that I haven't been silent, trying to get things done and trying to help achieve certain goals before it's too late. Life is an amazing thing, it's beautiful. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Armin Soltani. I'm 45. I had the deadliest form of brain cancer a year ago. Months before that, they removed one of my testicles because of leiomyosarcoma. And just uh, since 2014, June of 2014, I've been dealing with serious pain. I've had 30 surgeries, I should say, 30 tumors to remove many tumors. 30, 30 tumors removed multiple surgeries, but as you can see, I, I'm not feeling very good anymore, and I'm trying to extend life and find a cure for cancer and achieve democracy in Iran, and there's been a lot that's happened, a lot of setbacks, a lot of problems, but there is hope, and Maybe together we can make things happen and help people live better lives. More than 90% of the world is run by despots and dictators and mafia-like regimes. And that's why so many children and so many teenagers, teenagers are trying to escape to America. Because we offer something that most places in the world don't offer. The opportunity to be more than you are, to have a chance to build up your life and have a good life, to create jobs and businesses or to find a good job and opportunity for yourself. And despite all the problems I've had in my life, despite everything, despite all the setbacks, I know life is beautiful. Despite my family divorcing when I was seven and all the problems I've had growing up and all the challenges as a teenager, I know life precious and it's worth fighting for and life is what it is about it's not about an afterlife it's not about suffering now and going to a another place in the future it's about making this life the best that it can for everybody it's about making life enjoyable and so When I got involved with human rights and democracy in 2001, I wanted to help other people have a life like mine. That even though all the problems and all the setbacks and all the challenges, I know that you can be so much more if you try. 
I know that the decisions you make impact the things that happen to you in life. And I know that life is a truly beautiful thing. And it's worth fighting for and it's worth living. And it's worth trying to help other people have a better life no matter where they live. In countries like China, Russia, Egypt, Saudi Arabia, Iran. And more people can be involved in their countries voting here in the United States and democratic countries, the more people appreciate what they have, the more, the more likely it is that we'll be able to hold on to it. Right now, there's a lot more I have to tell you about my health and about the things that have happened. So I'll try to create more podcasts to share what's going on because only by hope only by working together only through good planning can we create a fire in the darkness America the Beautiful. There were a lot of tears shed at the airport in Tehran as I was leaving. My new wife kept holding on to me, begging me not to leave. I remember I was touching her hair and her face, and I realized that her headscarf had come somewhat off, and half of her hair was exposed. I knew that wasn't allowed and that somebody might bother her for that, so I tried to adjust her headscarf as she kept crying and crying. On the morning of September 11th, I was laying in my bed, and I listened to the news broadcasts of the planes crashing into the towers, and my resolve to do something about Iran only became stronger, because I was convinced that the only reason 19... People, 19 young people would commit suicide was that they lived in countries where there was no hope and no freedom. And these kinds of environments, in the darkness of oppression and tyrannical governments, the only thing that seems to be able to survive is fundamentalism, radical ideas. I had found a backer who was going to possibly help capitalize my business, but when I started talking to them about Iran and how I wanted to do something about Iran, they completely backed out. He said something to the effect of, I don't get involved with nation building, although I hadn't 
said anything about him getting involved. I just was telling him how I wanted to do something for Iran after I came back. And I lost my backer for my business. When I first returned from Iran, I felt so powerful and so sure of myself. In my mind, I had no doubt that I'd be able to change the government in Iran, and I still don't. At that point, my thought was that what would we do once it happened? So, I started doing a lot of research about what we should do in order to create an effective rebel movement. And I also started thinking about what kind of system I wanted to see Iran have once the government fell. And I looked at it from the perspective of somebody who has been in business for a long time. I decided that what the country needed was a business plan. And so when I started researching business plans for countries, I started to study constitutions. I read many different constitutions, including the United States Constitution, the Constitution of Iran, the Islamic Republic. I studied the Mashrutir, the old constitution of Iran that had taken effect in 1906 and 1907 during the first constitutional revolution when Iran took its first steps towards democracy. And I studied many other nations and what their interpretation of democracy was. In my mind, it seems clear that although there are many flaws in a democratic government, in the end, when you give people sovereign power, then they, the country seems to function much better than when you put power in the hands of one person or a small group of people without having proper checks and balances. It just never works. And it always leads to a system that has corruption, nepotism, and a generally what results of that is a terrible economy, a country where you have a brain drain, where people are trying to escape to other nations, and a system where people turn away from any promises made by the government and which in this case in the case of Iran this has to do with religion because they are saying that they are the messengers of God and their word is the final word and they have the right to dictate whatever is the case and that includes beating and torturing raping and murdering people to stay in power so they use religion and obviously then people turn away from religion and think all religions are lies and everything that people say are lies and people start lying about everything and people don't trust each other and it's just a terrible, cascading, vicious cycle of distrust, loss of faith and loss of hope. 
So what I decided to do was make a plan and follow it. And I decided that while I was writing this plan, I would ask other groups and individuals what they thought about it. And hopefully, through this process, develop consensus on our mission, our focus, and how we were going to get that done. My office lease was coming up for renewal, and the landlord informed me that they wanted to renovate the building and turn it into apartments. They said they wouldn't renew my lease, but they gave me six months of free rent. I decided to take this opportunity to focus on my work in Iran. I started to write the Constitution and research other opposition movements and also I started making plans to move to Washington DC